Hello and welcome to the Lazy Sunday Show. I'm your host Thomas and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. So the other day I decided to take a personality test and I know my personality is awesome. I didn't need some online test to know that but I did this maybe a couple months ago and thought, okay, well, cool, whatever, I'll do it. And the person who suggested it to me was like, wow, you have like the most uh, uncommon personality. That's really interesting. And I thought, okay, well, whatever, but never really looked into it because I did the test again and really read up on it. It's honestly opened my eyes to a lot of things. So let's talk about personality. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So the website that I used was 16personalities.com. And I'm not sponsored by them, by the way. So it's a personality quiz, essentially. And it gives you different scenarios, different uh, types of questions involving social um social events, and your own personal preferences, uh, choices that you may make in life. And then it kind of compiles it all together into what I assume be an algorithm, and they give you the results. So I essentially thought there were just two different types of personalities, introverts and extroverts. And even for me thinking about it, I was trying to place myself, okay, am I more introverted or extroverted? I kind of have tendencies for both, but once really doing some research and seeing that there are 16 different types, and even still, they're grouped into four, like, four groups, I thought, oh my goodness, this is a lot to take in. So I'll kind of give a brief overview of the different types. I won't go into super fine details, but of course, going into the one that I was a result of. So there's four main groups uh, for personality types, I should say. There's the analysts, the diplomats, the sentinels, and the explorers. And each one kind of having their own characteristics. So in the analysts, there's the architect who is someone who is imaginative and strategic thinkers with a plan for everything. Uh, Logician is the innovative inventors with an unquenchable thirst for knowledge. The commander, who is bold, imaginative, and strong-willed leaders, always finding a way or making one. And the debater, who is smart and curious thinkers who cannot resist an intellectual challenge. The next group is the diplomats, which is actually where I follow under. And actually the first one is me, the advocate, who is quiet and mystical, yet very inspiring and tireless idealist. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> uh, then there's the mediator, who is a poetic, kind, and altruistic person always eager to help a good cause. The protagonist, who is a charismatic and inspirational leader, 
able to mesmerize their listeners, and a campaigner who is an enthusiastic, creative, and sociable free spirit who can always find a reason to smile. And even reading those, like I could honestly fall within any one of those. The third group is the Sentinels, which the first would be the Logisticsian, which is a practical and fact-minded individual whose reliability cannot be doubted. The Defender, who is very dedicated and warm protector, always ready to defend their loved ones. The, the Executive, who is excellent administrators, unsurpassed at managing things or people, and the consul, who are extraordinarily caring, social, and popular people, always eager to help. And the final category is explorers, which is the virtuoso, which is bold and practical experimenters, masters of all kinds of tools, the adventurer, who I kind of would think I would be under, but anyways... Uh, flexible and charming artistics, always ready to explore and experience something new. The entrepreneur, who is smart, energetic, and very perceptive people who truly enjoy living on the edge. And the entertainer, who is spontaneous, energetic, and enthusiastic people. Uh, life is never boring around them. So reading all these and kind of placing myself in these groups. Honestly, the diplomats seem like for me would obviously be underneath my uh, realm of possibility because, again, I was the advocate, I guess. But even still, I could also have ties with the explorers, and not just because I travel a lot, but I feel like... I can also be very fluent in that way of being spontaneous and traveling, trying new things and whatnot. I haven't actively read up on these other types of personalities because there's a whole lot to to look at. Uh, again, when I started reading my uh, description, it took quite a while, but... I will give you the brief, very brief uh, lowdown on mine, which is the advocate. Or if you're into the abbreviations, it's INFJ. Again, one of the most rare, if not the most rare personality type. So, again, I'm reading this from the website because... I don't want to try to guess about my personality. I want the actual facts. Uh, so the advocate personality type is defined as having the introverted, intuitive feeling and judging traits. Uh, this combination makes these personalities stand out uniquely with a quiet, principled version of, of humanism. They think and feel with a depth that brings challenge as well as opportunities. And a few of the, the main topics here, again, I'm not going to read the whole entire thing. It'll be like the 30 minutes or longer. But even some of the points uh, 
an introduction, standing up for what's right, and that's what I do. If I feel like something's not right, or I feel like if there's something that's uh, not portrayed as how it should be, I'm going to stand up for it, right? Why sit back and let things happen when you know clearly that it's not right? Uh, And another point as well, uh, connecting with others and themselves. And this one here was one of the first ones that really got me thinking, wow, okay, this is this is starting to sound like me because I always said this to people. I said, you have to learn how to love yourself first before you can truly love somebody else. And also, I think this is one of the reasons why I've been single for so long, honestly, because I've spent this time to really connect with myself and learn everything about myself. I will admit my flaws. I will be proud of the things that I'm strong at. This is truly something that I pride myself upon. And a personal mission. This description here, many advocates feel compelled to find a mission for their lives when they encounter inequality or unfairness, they tend to think, how can I fix this? They are well suited to support a movement to right a wrong, no matter how big or small. Advocates just need to remember that while they're busy taking care of the world, they also need to take care of themselves too. And that is something that is the reason why I wanted to make this episode today. I've been battling with a lot of things lately uh, and doing this quiz and reading up on my personality before I never really gave it a chance. I thought, okay, whatever, might be some hippie sort of thing. But actually reading about it, it's really opened my eyes and just to see how comparable it is. And it's so spot on. It's crazy. In fact, I was talking about this to my mom earlier, saying, you know, this is one of the reasons why I am who I am. And it's because of these personality traits. And like I said, I'm going through a few things right now, especially dealing with my workplace. And it's just a matter of trying to solve everything, figure out the good balance in life Because one of the weaknesses of the advocate is burning themselves out. Uh, In fact, it says advocates' perfectionism in reserve may leave them with a few options for letting off steam. Uh, People with this personality type can exhaust themselves if they don't find a way to balance their drive and help others with necessary self-care and rest. So reading that one really, it hit my heart really strong and said, you know what, I need to look after me. And I started to, I guess, lose that. I started to think about other things and not make sure that I'm okay first. So that, again, that one really meant a lot. 
but some of the strengths would be creativeness, uh, insightful, uh, the uncanny ability to understand people's true motivations, feelings, and needs, which is spot on. I can usually help people with whatever issues they're having, and I pride myself on that, to be able to be that open ear and shoulder to cry on, and let's figure out how we can get you in the right direction. That's something that, again, I pride myself on, and I think that's very important to help each other, and especially a time like this, right now with what's going on in the world, we need people to back you up and pick you up when you fall and say, it's going to be okay. There is going to be a tomorrow. You're going to be fine. Just grind, get through this, and you're going to go places. Which, again, also leads to a few other strengths, like passionate. I am very passionate when it comes to certain things, with sports, with uh, with travel. But those are more items. Those are things that you can obtain physically. But it's the mental part. It's the, the fact that I rarely settle on good enough. I want to be a perfectionist. I want to make sure I put everything into what I'm doing. This podcast, it was something that I've needed to do for so long. And now that I have it and I'm back again. I have that passion. And sure, maybe I did burn myself out the first time going through, uh, pumping out two episodes a week and recording multiple episodes. Uh, These episodes normally run 30 minutes, sometimes 40 minutes. And it takes about an hour just to edit. And it doesn't seem like a lot, but I have to sit through and listen to the podcast again and edit some mistakes and make sure things flow well and then uploading and whatnot. I'm not saying it's a full-time job, but if you're passionate about it, you want to perfect it and make sure you put out the best results that you can put out and not even just for people to listen. It's for yourself later on in life going back and seeing the product that you made, it's truly amazing. Lately, I've been looking at my YouTube videos and watching some of my travels, and it's bringing back so much nostalgia, but also keeping me motivated to travel in the future. This is something that I'm looking forward to and bringing back some amazing memories, Uh, looking at places that I've been to and maybe forgot a few details about. It's honestly been so nice to look at this and and remember all the great times and great memories that I've made with some amazing people. With all that being said, those are the positives, but it's funny enough that the weaknesses, again, we have to embrace them. We all have weakness. And in fact, the first thing that comes up is uh, sensitive to criticism. 
when someone challenges their principles or values, advocates may react strongly. And I do. I'm very, not overreact, I can't say that, but I build a wall really quick and get very defensive. So that's been a trigger ever since I was a kid. Uh, When I was getting bullied as a kid, I'd always put up this defensive wall so that, you know, the words wouldn't hurt me. And I think that's kind of lasted through time, whether it be a mental scar or it may be an attribute that I have. It's still been with me and I've learned to accept that and try to be better at being open to criticism. Uh, Another one that was kind of confusing to me here uh, was reluctant to open up. I feel like I'm a pretty open person, but I also try to claim that I, I would rather not talk about me. I'd rather talk about you, what's going on with you, uh, what's upsetting you, what's making you happy. But sometimes you just have to let it out. And that's, again, something that I've been trying to manage and make sure that I don't burn myself out or build up and then just explode emotionally. Now, they put perfectionists as a weakness, and I think that could go both ways. I think it could be both a strength and a weakness the ability to concentrate and really make sure that everything is 100% the best it can be. But that being said, if you apply that to everything, it's like you can't perfectly align a picture on the wall because you may be there saying, oh, it's crooked. Oh, no, just move it this way or move it that way, where most people will just put it on the wall, make it look straight, and walk away. Um, But yeah, I I read this, and it says right here, uh, while this is a wonderful quality in many ways, an ideal situation is not always possible. Advocates might find it difficult to appreciate their jobs, living situations, or relationships if they're continually fixating on imperfections and wondering whether they should be looking for something better. That is me to a T. And in fact, I kind of forgot about that part of the perfectionism. And that is so true for me. Um, Even when it comes to high school, my friends will definitely back me on this one. When I was in high school... And I finally started to be interested in dating. I had this huge high standards, this unobtainable standard that the girl should be blonde hair with blue eyes and fit into sports. I wasn't passionate about traveling then, but it would have been a thing that needed to happen. Uh, They needed to be loyal and kind and on and on and on. It was essentially build a girlfriend instead of, you know, build a bear or something. I was trying to build this perfectionist, like, product that I would call a girlfriend, but 
that's not obtainable. And this actually leads to the romance in relationships. Um, and it says even here, and I can attest to this as well, um, it can take time for advocates to find a compatible partner. Some people might think advocates are too choosy, and it's true that these personalities can have unrealistic expectations. Some advocates might hold out for a perfect partner or relationship that ultimately doesn't exist. And again, that's exactly what I said. Like I was trying to uh, create this girlfriend that is not realistic, but what if it was? What if this was realistic? Would it still be something like would it still be that perfect girlfriend or would someone like an advocate would try to always keep improving always try to see what's better out there and that's why it takes longer for people with this personality to find somebody uh, they want to really connect and make sure that it's a sure thing instead of just going out and having flings with people and just dating for the sake of dating. That again is like me. I don't want to go out and just date for the sake of dating. I'm perfectly happy being single right now and I'm I'm content with where life is right now. So I don't need to go out and date and cause so much heartache or headache just for the sake of doing something that the general public will do just to conform to people's uh, ideas and just their everyday lifehood, I guess, or lifestyle. I'm happy with my family. I'm happy with my pets, with my friends, uh, which that's the next topic is friendship. Uh, and it says, Advocates have a deep desire for authenticity and sincerity in everything they do, from the daily activities to their relationships. As a result, people with this personality type rarely settle for friendships of convenience. Rather than rely on superficial interactions with people they see every day or at work, at school, they generally prefer to have a close circle of confidants. And that's what I have. I've, I'm very, very thankful to have the people in my life. These are people that I want to have in my life for the rest of my life. In fact, I tell this to people all the time that I'm so glad that they're in my life and I wouldn't be who I was without them. I could really go on and on. Like, There's different write-ups about parenthood, which essentially says that as an advocate, you would try to pass it on to your children, uh, career paths, things like that. I really won't get into those details. Again, at that point, you can't follow a website. You can't follow what other people say just based on the fact that you read it on a website. And say, oh, well, this 
this told me that I should be a doctor, or this tells me that I should be a therapist, or I should be scrubbing toilets for a living. Like, you ultimately choose what you want to do. Don't let this sort of thing dictate what you want to do in life. Reading this was really eye-opening, and it was very, very easy to relate and compare. And it's actually helped me. Again, it helped me with solving the things that have been going on in my life right now. And that's a great thing. I already feel better, honestly. And now just putting those plans into action and everything will be good. Now, if you can hear, Bandit is saying hi. He's saying hi. Yeah, he's saying hi. And he also wants my attention. So with that all being said, uh, we're all out of time. But I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I don't know. This might be a random podcast episode or maybe something that you're interested in. Uh, and also, go take the test. Honestly, it's it's kind of cool to compare and see what things are actually similar or different than what you personally think of yourself. Uh, so again, it's 16personalities.com. Uh, the test is super easy. It's It takes like maybe 10 minutes, if that. And it kind of goes not so much rating from 1 to 10, like most surveys. It's kind of, it gives you a little bit of an option with the answers. And again, I'm not sponsored by this. I just think it's a cool idea. And my final thoughts are, it's fun to to do these sort of things, but don't let it dictate your choices and decisions. So this is Thomas signing off. Please stay safe. Remember to wash your hands and have an amazing day.